0: I'm rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number nine hundred and fifty-one, October twenty fifth, twenty twenty-two. This is the anniversary of my one and only hole in one. Congrats! Right. What's ni- nineteen ninety-two from twenty twenty-two? 30,
1: 30 years. years.
2: Thirty years ago today, I got a hole in one.
1: How are you going to celebrate? By everybody around? No, by, by
2: immediately not having four seconds of joy and then realizing, what is this going to cost him? <laughs> he immediately went into that mode. How much is this going to cost me?
0: And on this day in 1989, it was 82 degrees. And uh, back in 1887, they had a low of 12 degrees. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. With Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Haidt in the newsroom, and of course, The Rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. We're going to defend Rookie and move Height to the lowest rung. On the next scale of the staff <laughs> okay, because okay. I can't protest. Even turn on a volume knob. Yeah. I
3: protest.
0: The flashlight, you- King.
3: Okay. you.
0: We all love to rip Rook on his low standing on the next scale, yeah. but I'm defending him with the locked ignition. Kenny is making himself look foolish.
4: No, I'm not. It's the oh. truth. Considering, I'm, I'm going to
0: fight on this considering one. Considering ignitions can get locked that have nothing to do with the steering uh, wheel, I'm especially it. if it is a Honda. Hey, Kenny, it's called a lock cylinder. Does that count towards the cylinder index? No, no. And it can wear out over time. I have We're had fighting. mine fail. We're food feuding in a Honda on two occasions, and I found two solutions. <laughs> One, you have to have it replaced. And two, you can use a hammer to tap the key while in the ignition. It has nothing to do with the steering wheel. Good luck, Mike in Rochester.
4: What
2: is, what are, what's, what's the hammer thing? I don't know.
4: Yeah, Derek calls him the Tanya Harding. Use the Tanya Harding. He the Tanya Harding. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's our guy from Vice, Vice Grip Garage. So
2: what happened yesterday, Matt? The key... Will not go into the the key. Um, you have to labor the key into the ignition, and then it will not turn. So it was mm. not the steering wheel. And uh, no, seafoam product. In, well, shot. how much is this going to cost me? Is it just no calling idea. a locksmith and saying, "Hey"? No, I don't think a locksmith has. Anything did you to do with it. did you jiggle it? I forgot to jiggle it. Maybe that was it. No, I jiggled it. I uh, I played with it. Brant really sounds bizarre. A uh, Brant sent me a photo.
0: <laughs> of Bondi Beach in Sydney, Australia. The first photo was taken in 1910, and the second photo was taken in 2017. And he notes, doesn't this tell the story? The first photo was a woman staring out to sea on Bondi Beach, and she's fully clothed, wearing a very large hat. And it's apparently the summertime. The second photo is a woman in a barely-there... Bikini, uh, staring out to sea. So in both photos, their backs are turned to the camera. And the only thing, and now if he wants me to understand that doesn't this tell the story, I'm wondering if he's meaning about women in general. The only thing I'm noticing is nature didn't change one iota. The shoreline still looks... Shoreline is identical. Uh, The yonder peninsula, the only difference is it's now occupied by homes. The beach looks the same size, uh, so that's what I got out of it. I don't know what he wanted me to get out of the picture. Here it is, just so you know what now. I'm what I'm talking about. Got like
2: a gander at it. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's
0: scantily clad. Yeah, but I I, uh, I went right from that uh, enthrallment to uh, look at the beach. It's the same damn beach. So so there you have it. Uh, and we also have had a number of emailers weigh in on uh, my uh, discomfort with guys pretending to be military types guarding ballot boxes. Yes. And I think they have a point. He, The emailers believe that they were what they're looking for, however self-appointed they might be. And by the way, is it legal in Arizona to stand on a street corner with a rifle?
3: According to the sheriff yesterday, yes, okay. he said these guys weren't doing it any illegal, but they were annoying, basically.
0: All right, what, what their what he what what their defenders think they're doing is making sure somebody doesn't walk up to a ballot box and stuff it with a hundred ballots. Yeah. All right, and I that like, that hadn't occurred to me.
3: Like didn't happen in twenty twenty, but everybody still insists did. Right. I thought we mentioned that yesterday. I don't no? think we did. All right. Plus, they were also, some of them were taking pictures of license plates of people that voted. Oh. I have this have this in the news also, oh, uh, let's following st- let's stay people after they voted.
0: Yeah. So. A bill notes, I very much doubt the watchers are trying to intimidate any individual voter. I believe they are monitoring those drop boxes to keep cheaters from stuffing the boxes with multiple ballots, which would be a possible indication of fraud. Think of it. We have some uh precautions at the usual voting places on election day and at the early in-person voting places prior to the election day although unfortunately in minnesota picture id is not among those precautions i think we even used to have precautions for absentee votes although i've never voted that way i'm not sure the checks on mail-in ballots are really even enforced but do you really think there are proper checks made on the validity of ballots dropped in boxes, placed at street corners all around the cities closest to the country's tallest buildings. I doubt it, but that's probably because I'm a racist just for suggesting uh, that we don't uh, need to uh, make voting or voting fraud easier.
3: I would have a question for whoever wrote that bill, Bill. did you say? Uh, Would it be normal if they're not trying to intimidate people to be wearing masks and holding rifles? I just, you know.
0: No, I'm I'm on your side, uh, John. I I I was upset yesterday at these fools... Uh, are pretending to be some sort of enforcement agency, but the, but it does make sense that maybe that's what they are looking for. And then oh, when they do, have, f- what if they found that? What authority, that, what are they going to do? Well, that's do? just
2: it. What's the next step? They're, they don't have any authority to, to stop someone. Oh, I have a question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them. Oh.
0: Let's What's get back from? to yesterday's visit. <laughs> I don't know. I love of, that. Uh,
2: I like huh?
0: Yeah. Dylan Mulvaney. Oh good. He it's a he. Who are we kidding? It's a he. <laughs> and he uh, pretends to be a woman and he got an audience with Joe Biden. And I have a a number of uh emailers who wish to weigh in on that uh, a chief among them, not chief among them, but among them Downing who's presiding over his pumpkin patch below the Highland Water Tower,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, it's a great place to get pumpkins, because I
1: don't know the price of pumpkins. Does he go all the way through <laughs> Halloween? Serious question. You, you'll or does
0: there, he shut her down? will probably be there Monday, Halloween Day. I'm sure. Everything it's must go. It's, it's usually weekends only, isn't it? Yeah, usually oh, okay. Saturday, Sunday, oh, maybe
2: gotcha. Friday afternoon. Oh, gotcha.
0: I listened to your uh, team report on President Biden's White House tete-a-tete with Dylan Mulvaney, but the most important question remains unanswered. Was there any nuzzling or any sniffing? <laughs> Ooh. We know that the president's go-to move when he meets a woman and girls is to sniff. So if he didn't move in for a nuzzle or a sniff with Dylan Mulvaney, why not? Hmm. Actions speak louder than words. Could it be that despite his grand words, Biden does not truly believe that trans women are real women? Is the commander-in-chief a closet transphobe?
2: Hmm.
0: Uh-huh. There was no sniffing for this guy. No, you know, you got to be careful.
2: Uh, Never know what you might find.
0: <laughs> on the surface, it seems strange a U.S. president would give time to talk to someone like Mulvaney until you see this story. It's amazing in a country with a media infrastructure based in favor of liberals and Dems that the Biden White House feels they are not getting a fair shake. Traditional media, as much as they can or even try, cannot ignore inflation, crime, etc. And Jad Claude Van Dam is not capable of spinning away from that. So they are now reaching out to non-traditional media, and Dylan Mulvaney clearly fits into the non-traditional lane. Uh, and he linked me to this is zip. Uh, linked me to a story on NBC News. President Joe Biden's press team has made no secret of their frustration with the way their boss is covered. And of late, the president is venting that frustration himself. At a fundraiser in Los Angeles last week, Biden bemoaned the decline of traditional news reporting at the expense of the internet. There are no editors anymore, he said. How do people know the truth? A week earlier, when reporters, this one included uh, whoever wrote this, uh, shouted over one another trying to ask Biden questions after a roundtable discussion on abortion. He, he he turned to a participant and said with some exasperation among the only press in the world that does this a white house long frustrated with the traditional news media filter has increasingly sought to go around it finding ways through its digital strategy team and with non-traditional outlets to have the president get his message out during his west coast swing last week biden sat down in person with actors jason bateman Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett for a conversation that will air later this month on SmartLess, one of the most listened to podcasts. During a trip to the Detroit Auto Show in September, he talked to Daniel Mack and his 12 million followers on TikTok, and it is following now that he talked to whoever uh, was presenting this Dylan Mulvaney fruitcake to him. And uh, so we brought him in. So really, what we're to understand is that the Biden team is uh, desperate for ways to make him look uh, involved and uh, engaged. Hmm. I've never heard of the uh, Smartless
3: podcast.
1: It's Remember actually it? extremely popular.
3: You you know all the people on it, mm-hmm. Joe. Okay, you,
4: if you saw him, you'd know him immediately. Is this the one where they book surprise guests for one another? Is I that the know, one? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, look I'm it up, not, Kenny. What one a fun person, thing that would be. One person a week um, um, books a guest, and then the other two just have to roll with it.
1: Imagine if we did that with Joe. Oh well, Krab-
4: Krabby <laughs> did that with a guy uh, that had been abduct, abducted <laughs> by abducted, aliens yeah. numerous no. times. Yeah, I just sprung it on him.
0: I don't think this revelation about the Biden and team reaching out to... Uh, Uh, different forms of media diminishes reaver's contention uh once once the team is going to accept these marginal or peripheral media outlets then that that's just uh, an open invitation for the likes of dylan mulvaney to get in there and carry on Hmm. which is exactly what happened
4: well both sides are using each other sure Sure. Joe wants to be young and hip and heard by the younger generation, and you know, let's face it, us show business peeps, we're whores. We'll do whatever it takes.
0: Joe uh, <laughs> wants to be young and hip, but uh, and it isn't funny. Uh, he had to go to a uh, a ceremony yesterday out in the yard at the White House, mm. uh, where they planted a tree to honor a long-serving White House greenskeeper. Okay. I'm sorry, groundskeeper. Sure. And they planted a tree, and then Joe, uh, and I'm not exaggerating, he didn't know where to go. He got lost. He started in, walking towards oh, started the woods. started to wander into the woods, and they had to go <laughs> fetch him and put a leash on his ass and bring him back <laughs> and say, no, it's, we're going this way, sir. And then he, he did have a good answer. He said, see how much freedom I have? Meaning he, he's aware that he's being squired. He's aware that he's being tethered. He's aware that people are watching out for him mm-hmm. but he still can't help himself from wandering in the wrong direction.
1: Well, I don't know if other people have the same and I've said this before that I just I feel bad for him having had two grandparents that went through Alzheimer's and dementia. It, it I I find it sad and I th- I wonder if other people relate to that the same way. What would we think? Uh
0: what would we think if we saw uh Macron in France behaving this way? What would we think if we saw Boris Johnson behaving this way. Boris is goofy anyway, but what what if we what, what if
1: we saw this? Who is the PM nowadays?
0: Uh Rishi Rocky. Rishi, yeah. Got R- it. Rishi Roque, Rocky Rish. Okay. Some Indian guy who was raised in uh
1: Great Britain. Well, I don't mean to speak for the rest of the show, but don't you guys feel the same way about how the rest of the world views us right now?
0: That's what I'm saying. What would Weak. what would our response be if we saw a country's leader uh quite literally lost week yeah we'd think wow what what's the deal
2: here right how long is this going to go on yeah
0: can he turn the damn thing off i'm actually
4: responding to an email um about the uh the governor's deer hunting opener right. well i got I, a couple you're a quick those.
0: thinker and they're okay. wondering why the governor gets to <laughs> hunt on land where no one's allowed to hunt
4: Well, um, Because he's the governor. Should we do it now, or do you want to wait until later? No, go ahead. Uh, there's There's plenty of special hunts in the state, including state parks, where firearms are allowed. Elm Creek is one of those, although it used to be the second weekend of the firearms season. I assume they moved it to the first weekend this year for the governor's deer opener. They usually close the parks during those hunts and may require hunters to attend an orientation and follow specific rules. And then he included a link to the Three riverspark.org website, Deer Hunts. Hmm. That's from Marshall.
0: All right. All right. So I was thanking him. Thank you. Back to Dylan. Uh, Tim Buck, too, writes, I don't know whether Dylan Mulvaney is for real, but I don't think Biden knew either. This was clearly a staged event set up by the presidential staff for political purposes. Yes, we appear to be learning that. And Biden is probably totally oblivious to the recent scandal involving transgender surgery for minors at Vanderbilt University. A video recently surfaced, and I, this fellow is a uh, reliable emailer, and he linked me to the story. A video recently surfaced of Dr. Shane Taylor of Vanderbilt University Medical Center discussing the economic benefits of becoming a center of transgender surgery. She said the following, some of our Vanderbilt University Medical Center financial folks in October of 2016 put down some costs of how much money we think each patient would bring in. And this is only including top surgery. This isn't including any bottom surgery. And it's a lot of money. What she euphemistically referred to as top surgery is what normal people would call a double mastectomy. But academics often hide behind euphemisms rather than be open and honest about serious topics. Mm. She also referred to bottom surgery, which actually means castration in boys. She Mm. went on to explain that it's a big moneymaker, especially because the surgeries require a lot of follow-ups. Oh, God, we're descending into evil hell, aren't we? Yep. Yep. So as far back as 2016, these academics were looking at this surgery as a profit center for the university. Vanderbilt went on to open its transsexual surgery clinic in 2018. Uh, Dr. Taylor's video was recorded in 2018. All of this was exposed last month by journalist Matt Walsh of The Daily Wire, who the mainstream media tries to dismiss as a conservative activist. But shortly after his report was released, Vanderbilt University announced it was suspending all transgender surgery for minors until further notice. The webpage for the Transgender Pediatric Clinic at the Vanderbilt Children's Hospital was immediately taken down following Walsh's report. And Dr. Shane Taylor, her biography page has been scrubbed from Vanderbilt's website. Interesting, But this raises an even more important question. Why wasn't any of this reported by the mainstream media or Tennessee newspapers? Hmm. There are dozens of newspapers and TV stations in Tennessee. The Tennessean is a major newspaper owned by the Gannett Corporation and is based in Nashville where Vanderbilt is located. And none of these people knew this was going on over the last four years. We need so-called activist journalists who will report on issues that the mainstream media deliberately ignores because it doesn't fit their agenda. You can go to Fox News or the New York Post and uh, search for Vanderbilt University suspends gender affirmation surgery and you can find
3: these stories you, you can also you amazing. can also find it on the tennessean you can also find it on nbc news when when, you can, you, also, when can you find this, it? the same time new york post story in What's fact the one day october 7th the Off. new york new york post this year the well, new york but, post but story i think the october point 8.
0: tim is trying to make is this all became noted in 2018
3: not by the, he noted the New York Post. The New York Post reported on it October 8th, of? suspending gender this year. The same time, a day later than the Tennessee and then NBC, then NPR, oh. then Independent, then Fox News. Fox News reported October 8th of this year. CNN reported it October 8th of this year. But
0: isn't confused. the point being that it took place between 2016, or it opened in 2018,
3: and then. He, well, that wasn't his point in the last sentence. His point was that they suspended it, and everybody reported on the suspension at the same time, including the Post and Fox News.
0: Okay, this was all exposed exposed last month.
4: around. What in the hell are we? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm really, really. So, are we convinced. talking about when it was suspended or when it was started? And. It was started coverage. in
3: 2016, right? And there was and a lot of coverage or no and coverage? So there was no coverage no, by anybody. No. Okay, gotcha. All I'm doing is defending, the media thing drives me crazy, as you right. guys know. And right. right there, he's like, oh, we didn't report it. Well, well neither, yeah. Anybody else. But so. it was initially,
0: it was a, but John, it yes. was initially reported
3: by the so-called
0: activist journalist, and only then correct. did correct. Fox of the New York Post report
3: it. correct. I also so, th- but his point was he was defending Fox and the New York Post while saying the major outlets who were quote liberal weren't covering. it. Well, that's wrong. It's incorrect.
2: My uh, two cents worth is I think that was the yeah, worst impersonation oh, of uh, Joe Sushery that was ever done, John. Okay. No,
0: ain't that, John? John, <laughs> yeah. you're John. Yeah. I think I think there's a discrepancy here. Okay. So as far back as 2016, these academics were looking at the surgery as a profit center. Vanderbilt went on to open its transsexual surgery clinic. Now, let me read it without you keep saying correct. Vanderbilt went on to open its transsexual surgery clinic in 2018. Uh, Dr. Taylor's video was recorded in 2018. All of this was exposed last month by journalist Matt Walsh of The Daily Wire. Who yes. the mainstream media tries to dismiss as a conservative activist. But shortly okay. after his report was released, Vanderbilt announced it was suspending the surgery center for minors. The webpage for the transgender pediatric clinic at the, at the Children's Hospital was taken down. And Dr. Shane Taylor has been absent from Vanderbilt's website. But this raises an even more important question. Why wasn't any of this reported by the mainstream media or Tennessee newspapers? There are dozens of newspapers and TV stations in Tennessee. The Tennessean is a major newspaper owned by Gannett, based in Nashville. And none of these people knew this was going on over the last four years. Oh, I see what you're saying, John. Yeah, You're saying the New York Post and the Tennessean did report this. Uh, and Fox
3: Fox News, and, but and they New did
0: not Post. uncover
3: it. Correct, and it was reported by them the same time it was reported by every other news agency, right? Except but, and, except but, the uh, Daily Whatever, the Wire. Was
0: right, it? but everyone then was dependent on the Daily Wire to have broken the story.
3: <laughs> That's correct. Okay, so, so then he we don't takes, have an argument. Well, but he takes a large shot at the quote liberal media, right? Which is unwarranted because it was the same with the conservative means. Well, Kenny, no, what do no, you think?
0: No, John, I'll go you one step
3: further. Had
0: it not <laughs> been for the Daily Wire, this would not nap.
3: have been covered. I agree, but the Daily Wire isn't Fox News and the New York Post. No, and it's not defending. a site I even adhere to. Well, and he's defending Fox News and the New York Post above the other I Whatever, see, I see what you're saying. That's the part that drives me nuts. I, you know what? I don't care about the story. I'm not going to lie. I do care about the way he talks about the media there.
0: Oh, I do care about the story more than the way he talks about the media. Uh, by
3: the way, it should also be noted the minors are 16 and 17, so we're not talking about eight-year-olds uh, in this story.
0: I don't care. 16 and 17 is too <laughs> I young agree, to make I a agree. profit center for surgery.
3: I agree. Well, the whole profit center thing is the part that should drive everybody nuts. Well, I do. Hearing but, a doctor yeah. say that. Whew.
0: It'll drive you nuts if you don't have an estate plan. I'll say. Have your affairs in order. Well, it won't drive you nuts because you've been planted. You're six feet under. Right. Right. Well, it'll drive your family crazy. That's true. And October is National Estate Planning Awareness Month. I would get a hold of the people, the lawyers at Eckberg Lammers. They've been preparing estate plans and wills for more than 70 years. And if you don't think you need one, think again. Because if you die and you don't have your affairs in order, it becomes the province of the courts and your stuff will not be handled smoothly and you all have stuff doesn't have to be much stuff right. you got stuff i got stuff you want it to be handled smoothly yes. upon your departure exactly all right and Eckberg Lammers takes care of that they take care of property transfers between family members divorces kids getting married you name it they'll uh, pry in there and not pry they'll weigh <laughs> in there <laughs> Well, maybe they pry. Well, Who knows? You got to yeah, yeah. pry a little bit to get all that stuff ready. <laughs> right. Right. It's Eckberg Lammers. If you don't have an estate plan, think again. You're going to need it because uh, if you don't, the courts take your take your stuff and decide for you. The estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers could pry was the wrong
2: word. It really was. They, they, you
0: know what they do? Research.
2: Research mm-hmm.
0: it. The estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers can help you make sure your estate will transition smoothly. The way you want. Make an appointment with Eckberg Lammers and take care of this. I don't care how old you are, it needs to be done. Call 651, especially in this screwed up political world, call six five one four three nine two eight seven eight or visit Eckberg Lammers at EckbergLammers.com slash will.
2: Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services offers fantastic services for you. Yes, you know about the window washing, you know about the house washing, you know about the roof washing, and you know about the gutter cleaning. But did you also know they hang holiday lights for you? Yes, Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services, get it, it's the holiday light season, so that's exactly what they're gonna do. Mention that you're a GLer, and they will waive the trip charge. Let them know that you wanna put those holiday lights up as soon as possible. You don't wanna wait until the middle of December, you wanna get them done now, and you want them done professionally and safely. Here's their telephone number, 612-888-5248, 612-888-5248, or simply go online to kahunawindowcleaning.com and book that gutter cleaning or that holiday light hanging. They can do it. They are veteran-owned, and they are garage logicians, and I love that GLS have gotten back to us and said they did a fantastic job. I highly recommend them. Kahuna Window Cleaning. .com. Don't forget to tell them the Rook sent you. I'm rolling. Wow. What do you mean by rolling? <laughs> I just like to do that right before the show. This guy wears <laughs> yes, Is this new Dylan? Joseph yes, George. sir.
3: What's that effect, Ooh. John? Just reverb on the guitar and tremolo.
4: Neat. Nice. One,
0: two,
4: three, four. <laughs>
0: i still for Is that that guy?
2: No, it's probably Dylan. I, huh. I have
3: to ask him. Yeah, you might nice. want to start talking, Oh, that's safe. cool.
0: Don't get me yeah. going again.
4: All right, Moon Motorsports, they've got them. We're talking brands for the kiddos. Right now, Moon has an amazing deal on the very popular youth size player sportsman 110 ATV. Uh, Moon has received a truckload of these machines, and they're offering huge, huge savings on this model. Stroll on over to Moon Motorsports. Uh, hello? tip yep. two. MoonMotorsports.com. You can check them out there. Remember... Good old jolly St. Nick Christmas just around the corner. Mm. Let me ask you, what would put a bigger smile on those kiddos' faces, Reavers? Than a couple of real fossil fuel burning ATVs of their own. That's two you're months not gonna, away right now. You're not going to get one. Not going to make them share. Get them a pair, Reavers. I love riding trails. You love riding trails. Kids love the trails. Now's the best time to get them their own ATV at an unbelievable price. And guess what? We'll all ride those trails together. Speaking of Christmas, here comes winter. If you haven't secured your machines for the winter, you can call Moon for any winter prep and storage needs you may have. They've been providing uh, winter prep and storage for years. Heated, safe, locked up, and heated. Call today. Get that machine scheduled for storage. They are Moon Motorsports, KTM, Husqvarna, Polaris, Can-Am, BMW, Triumph, Takata, Yamaha, Honda, and, of course, Ski-Doo. They're on the south side of
0: 94 in Monticello and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. I don't want to let this go. Let me have a soliloquy here without sophomoric interruptions, and then and then tell me where you think I need to be corrected. I guess I'm talking most principally to John. Mm-hmm. The uh, it would fall uh, under the template of the modern or the current news gathering institutions. It would be part of their agenda to go along with, if not endorse, the movement of this gender ideology craze. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's part of the mystery. Right. And therefore, it, I submit that whatever Vanderbilt was doing, either, either conventional news-gathering organizations did not know about it, or if they did, did not think it was newsworthy, because they've painted themselves into the corner of defending this transgender dynamic that's affecting a very small percentage of the country but is getting an outsized bit of publicity. So along comes Matt Walsh, uh, who the traditional news-gathering institutions would— would attempt to diminish by saying he's merely a conservative activist uh, writing for the Daily Wire, so therefore he's not to be trusted. Uh, And so he blows the lid off this uh, Vanderbilt situation to the point where they've stopped doing it. They've, They've ended their transgender surgery clinic and they... The uh, woman who was championing, championing it for the revenue it could bring in has disappeared from the website. The transgender pediatric clinic has been taken down. So w- Walsh writes this. Only then, only then did the traditional news gathering institutions, which I would include the New York Post and Fox, as traditional news gathering institutions. Correct. Yes. Only then did they write it. Uh, perhaps it was more urgently decided in the Fox newsroom and in the New York Post newsroom that it was, a fa- was in fact, a story. It's not a story that's ever appeared in the Minneapolis Tribune or the St. Paul Pioneer Press or, or any other major newspaper that I know of. It's appeared in the Tennessean, and it's appeared on Fox in the New York Post. So what I submit to you is... The the Mysterians who have completely taken over traditional news gathering institutions for the most part would have looked the other way on this story, finding it finding it something that they uh, would not have a judgment on because they've decided to weigh in on this uh, uh, evil uh, corruption of of minors uh, and and. Uh, Encouraging them to change gender if they want and whatnot. That's my soliloquy.
3: I agree. My only point was he was championing, championing Fox News, the New York Post, while saying nobody else covered it. When, if you Google it, everybody covered it after the fact, as did Fox News and the New York Post. All right. That was my only point.
0: All right, I, I accept that. I accept that, but I think that's a, I think that's a minor point. Uh, for both of us, in comparison to what what quite likely sounds like terribly nefarious behavior on the part of Vanderbilt.
3: Uh, I just find it appalling. I I think the whole media question brought forth in the last six years, and we all know why, Mm -hmm. has turned into something dangerous. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that just amplifies what I think about it.
0: And I think what Vanderbilt was doing was dangerous.
3: Fair enough. I I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that.
0: Well, I've said to GLers for ages now, it's really, really tough to discern your news. It's really tough to get your news on a daily basis and weigh in on it and find out what you believe to be credible and not credible.
1: Isn't that basically what the emailer's overriding point is? I believe so. Because a lot of us feel the same way mm-hmm. on both well, sides. It, but, Everybody and, has
3: a slant in some way, and, don't you guys think? Okay. I agree with that point, Chris. So his last paragraph makes my point as he defends Fox News and New York Post, sure. which didn't go out after this originally, sure. which right. basically is what he is saying. They
0: were They were among the traditional media who did yes. not cover this. Exactly. Okay. okay. Right, Rook?
2: Then if we yeah. don't have a disagreement, I My think, head's think we've spinning. cleared it up. <laughs> My head's spinning. Could you repeat that last part? No. Okay. Take it go from back the, to the top. To the couch. Yep.
0: <laughs> I would love
4: to continue the discussion on <sighs> biased media um, and just in the way they present certain stories and the words that they use. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's prevalent. And I think, John, you might disagree with me. I think we've gone around before on that We topic. did when well, we talked about a cl- uh, political yeah.
3: candidate a couple weeks ago. Yeah. A story
4: about one. When- and, and maybe it just lies in the eyes and brains of the readers. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just seeing it that way because I'm coming at a story with a certain slant.
0: Well, 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 it, I'll give you it, an the, example.
3: Well, the, here's what Kenny and I were talking about when we were talking about the article about uh, Jim Schultz in the Star Tribune. Right. Yes. And Jim Schultz is a fella, here's what makes it even weirder, who Kenny and I probably are both voting for. Right. Kenny thought it was biased the way it was written. I did not think it was biased the way it right. was written. Right. Yeah, I you're right. It was right. factual. And I have I'm like I said, and I probably shouldn't say this as a news guy, but I'm a, probably you know, going to vote for Jim Schultz. Well, I am, you know, going to so right right so right there i mean just the way you kind of view things i guess you're right i think kenny's right it's just go ahead joe i want to hear what you have
0: well i think there's bias evident in the absence of coverage particularly in the star tribune about keith ellison who's getting away Mm -hmm. with campaign ads Mm -hmm. that says he fights for your safety and is a defender of the police i spent some time this morning reassuring myself that that's a lie yeah. He he was pictured with Ilhan Omar and others. Now, he might couch his beliefs from two years ago in the fact that he wanted the police replaced with a Department of Public Safety. But he was clearly on the team that wished to defund the police. Mm-hmm. He's pulling yes. a Philippe Cunningham. And he's, 100%. and he's lying about that to say that that's not the case. Yes, it was the case. Now, again... Technically, he might say, oh, I didn't want to defund the police. I wanted to replace the police with a public safety outfit. No, you stood arm in arm with the very people who wanted to eliminate the police in Minneapolis. You wanted to defund them. And now you're, you're, you have this bravado, which is nothing but B as in B, S as in S, that you care about crime. There's crime in North Minneapolis, and what do you do? You threaten two business owners, <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
0: a gas station and a liquor store. You have no concept of dealing with the moral integrity of an individual because you've drank all
1: the Kool Aid, Keith.
0: Oh, he's serving it.
1: You're serving it up. (laughs) Well, he's he's legitimately pulling a Philippe Cunningham. Yeah. When Cunningham realized, oh crap, I'm gonna get ousted here. I got to change my tune. Oh, I never. I never said defund the uh, – uh, hey, Philippe, uh, you're standing on a stage with a banner that says <laughs> defund, defund the, the police <laughs> with a microphone in and, your you know, hand. I
0: came around the back of the stage. No, I, I didn't even see, see that. What, no, I, I, didn't I didn't see deny. that. That wasn't me. <laughs> that wasn't me. Uh-uh. Deny everything.
1: Uh-uh. <laughs> you know, it's, crime has gotten so bad. How bad has crime bad gotten? We gotten. were getting alerts on our phone today before the show started. Yeah. Did you guys get those too? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but they did? They've, retract, did? they've it was, retracted it. A yeah. Well, did and they go out all over the state? Well, that's what I'm yes. wondering because I didn't know when I first received one, I was actually driving here when I got the first one, so I didn't know what it applied I to. I thought
0: it was specific to the 55116 area code.
2: No, because we got it in South St. Paul as well. Oh. Um, well, then everybody got it. I'm just thinking right. I all wish right. you guys
1: could have been in here when Joe got the final. <laughs> Joe, Joe's kind of a creature of habit. I don't know if you guys know that.
2: What? So he's yeah.
1: sitting at his desk, and another one goes up, and they're going all over the building, right? Joe should... I won't repeat what Joe no. said because it was a it was very untoward re- but very funny. From the Saint Paul pol-
0: <laughs>
4: From the Saint Paul Police Department. The recent emergency uh, alert does not include any St. Paul residential areas. The alert was sent out to a larger geographical area than intended. Mm-hmm. So, some mistakes. Because it was the first Roseville, time though,
0: right? I ever got a homicide alert,
2: though. Shelter in place? Yeah, yeah. first
0: time I ever
1: got it. Well, I was alert. spooked. Weren't you guys?
0: Not, not really. Oh. Wash,
4: Wash County says uh, it's uh, meant for Larpenter Avenue to Highway 36. Victoria Street to Snelling, that little pocket.
0: Plus it's 44 degrees out and the guy was uh, described as wearing pajamas and barefoot. I don't think I, he was going to get very far. Right. So I wasn't terribly worried
1: about the Yeah, guy. but if you lived in the area you'd probably be well, terribly Well, you'd concerned. have
0: to look peek behind
1: the curtains there, peek
2: outside. He <laughs> <see> was <laughs> on. that is Kravitz. Where were Uh, we? uh homicide uh, suspect uh,
4: taken into custody, shelter in place. Shelter in place is canceled. They got the guy. Yeah. So yeah. good.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, let me read you something. Pajama Man. Did I bring it in? Yes. Hello, pajama man. Uh, I just love this letter today because it certainly echoes my sentiments. Uh,. Can't take much more of this is the headline. Okay. Join the club. It's time to get all the advertising money out of politics. What we're oh, seeing no. now and in years past is childish, stupid, false, pandering, lying, idiotic, perverse, dumber than doorknobs. And I did I mention <laughs> lying? Wow. Television advertising, it's cherry-picking, out-of-context, venal. Did I mention lying? Crap that couldn't be less applicable to our ability to hear, select hear. the right candidate. I'm sick of people not willing to spend the time to actually understand what candidates stand for and sick to death of candidates packaging themselves as they do. You hear this, Keith? Keith? If I see one more green ad with photos of an opposing candidate with crazy-looking eyes, I will execute my television. Wow. And I love my television. (laughs) Please, 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 let us end this stupidity and find a way to actually analyze candidates for what they realistically stand for and what they propose to do. We're better than this, aren't we? Skip Zetzman, Eden Prairie. God love you, Skip.
4: Yeah. And right then on this scale. one.
0: I am hoping that someone can invent a mechanism for my television. <laughs> I can't seem to get rid of the Uh-oh. insidious constant political ads that run twenty-four-seven. Yes, I can mute them. I really would like to see an invention that would eliminate them once I have voted. Marshall woke in St. Louis Park. Okay. You go girl. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Take that. <laughs> Enemy. But these ads are clearly uh uh, pandering and lying, and for Keith to say now that he's a yeah. champion of law and order is an absolute
2: farce. He gets the huge family feud red X. Yeah. But, so, uh, see, that's, that's a, a reference I wouldn't get. <laughs> Joe doesn't it's, understand
3: uh, Rourke. When you, when yeah, you're yeah. On,
2: when you're on this game show, yeah, if I'm, you make an incorrect answer, mm-hmm. they don't say you're wrong. They put a huge giant red <clears> X. <throat> of so shame. there's no, there's no. Um, and the other team, it. it's very final. It's the defenders. other family, Defended. the other family, hopes
4: that you get the red X, <coughs> right. so they stand there giving you the cross. So arms.
2: I'm here giving Joe. Keith Ellison, the big red X. Okay. Joe, can
4: you go back to that first letter? I uh, read just the first paragraph, the financing part, because um, I've got a pretty stupid question that uh, I need you guys to answer for me.
0: It's time to get all advertising out of politics. What we're seeing now and in years past is ch- uh, oh, okay. it's okay. time to get all advertising money out of politics.
4: Oh, that's where my question is. How do we do that?
0: I don't, it'll never happen.
4: Yeah. No. Because, boy, uh, I couldn't agree more, but there's no way to stop it.
0: Yeah. Mike, the kid I used to have was looking for a car. Mm. Do you know what her favorite new car is, but they can't afford one? Mm. You can. You're a GLer. The uh, Volkswagen Atlas. Ah, They uh, love that. uh,
4: I know a dad that might be.
0: No, dad's not buying him one. (laughs) If the dad really loved his kid, he would. I don't know, his grandkids. Schmel's had to give me a hell of a deal. It's a seven-passenger Atlas with 5,000-pound towing capability. It's just one of the family of Volkswagen SUVs in stock arriving daily at Schmel's Countryside in Maplewood, on the southeast corner of Highway 36 and 61, a multi-generational dealership, truly family-owned. They don't have 50 stores. This is it. And the truth now, uh, more than ever, of course, is regional and national conglomerates own these dealerships. You want to deal with a conglomerate?
2: I don't want to deal no, with a No, I want to
0: deal with Schmelzi yep. and his people right there. over there. Great service, great people, great inventory, the Volkswagen Taos, the, uh, the Atlas, the Volkswagen Tiguan, the... Uh, they have all-wheel drive and IQ Advanced safety systems. Uh, they have the all-electric ID4 SUV, if you're a candidate. named the 2021 World Car of the Year. It's 10 minutes east of Minneapolis. It's five minutes north of St. Paul. You know what that is? Nothing. nothing. That takes Boom. you nothing. Schmelz Countryside, the corner of Highway 61 and 36 in Maplewood, and get uh, more information on that great inventory. At SchmelzVW.com.
1: Hey GLers, it's Reavers here, and you've heard me talk about my relationship with Josh Arnold for quite some time now, and the reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Well, actually, it's two reasons. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As he says, past results do not guarantee future returns. While that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. And you can trust Josh to make sure that you are not paying more in fees than you are selling in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would think. So do yourself a favor by booking a 48-minute free, yes, free consultation that has absolutely no obligation. Call Josh today at 952-925-5608. That number, once again, is 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.
2: It's always fun to play. Plan a trip. You want to go somewhere, your destination, you get excited for it. You don't want anything to let you down. Well, that's why you use a travel agent. Specifically, us vacations.com. My two sisters, Teresa and Maria, run a wonderful travel agency. They advertise on this Garage Logic show. Maria listens to every single podcast we do. Hi, Maria. Hi, Maria. She is a huge fan, and she's a better sister. I'll tell you right now, you're going to become family with Maria and Teresa because you're going to book through Escape with Us vacations. I don't care whether you're going to New York, whether you're going to Florida, whether you're going international. It's a wonderful uh, experience to use the travel agents that have over 70 combined years in the travel industry. Travel is an investment. You're going to laugh, you're going to have fun with your family, and you're going to remember it for the rest of your life. So whether it's a multi-generation deal or maybe it's just a spring break and it's a zip in zip out deal get in touch with escape with us vacations they're the people you want to talk to 651-788-4338 it's cheap insurance you can email them at travel at escape with but let them know you heard it on the garage logic podcast i can't stress the importance of having that insurance policy escape with us vacations great travel agents great trips
0: Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. 1973, I'm on a street corner in LA. Yeah. What's he doing? Ah.
1: Running out of the Rose Bowl because he thought there was oh. an earthquake? <laughs> Here's You're John right.
3: Height. You're right, Such. Yeah. That's, uh, that's my boy funking it up, man. Oh. That's yeah. good stuff. Thanks, Joe. Uh, this uh, newscast, uh, well, actually, it's brought to you by some folks. So uh, we want to welcome to the podcast the Rivertown Medical Center. Rivertown Medical Center, uh, Dr. Larson runs it there, and he says it's Stillwater's best kept secret. They specialize in responsible pain management. Uh, they treat a lot of things, and all even chiropractic. Uh, but right now, their focus, uh, well, it's on taking care of peripheral neuropathy. If you suffer with pain, numbness, tingling in the hands or feet. If you're taking drugs like Lyrica, Neurontin, or Gabapentin, that never seem to fix the problem. And, uh, of course, if you've been to your doctor, he's probably told you you just have to live with the pain. Well, there's now hope if you suffer with the peripheral neuropathy. It's a result of damage to the nerves, often causing weakness, pain, numbness, tingling, and lots of debilitating balance problems eventually. The damage is commonly caused by a lack of blood flow to the nerves, and that causes them to begin to die off. There's a new treatment method. This sounds serious. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a new treatment method now available at Rivertown Medical Center uh, to provide relief from neuropathy. As long as you have not sustained at least eighty-five percent nerve damage, are you guys uh, familiar with neuropathy at all? Yes. Yeah, my, uh, my father a family a- family suffered member. from it. Yep, uh, i have a family you're member. Told that, her uh, or right. And you feel they, like, they like, z- they tingle, like you're getting that? I don't have that. I got that yeah. in my left leg. Oh, they tingle, they hurt, they, and like I said, uh, I don't toward do the, that. The worst part of it is it can end up causing balance problems, but they can treat it for you. Uh, the Rivertown Medical Center, they're also now holding a seminar this weekend in the Twin Cities, Saturday morning, 10 o'clock at the Double Tree by Hilton, 1500 Park Place Boulevard South in St. Louis Park. Uh, it's free. You get there, you get a lot of information on the treatment of peripheral neuropathy, uh, and you can talk with them again the Double Tree by Hilton, 1500 Park Place Boulevard uh, South. Uh, give them a call to get information on that, 651 448 4096 Rivertown Medical Center in Stillwater. In the news, a fourth defendant expected to plead guilty this week in connection with feeding our future fraud investigation, Court documents show Abdul Abu Bakr Ali has changed his plea uh, of change, excuse me, a change of plea hearing set for tomorrow in federal district court. Ali indicted on one count each of conspiracy to commit wire fraud, wire fraud, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. According to the indictment, Abdul Ali, along with co-defendants code Yusuf Bashir Ali and Bikam Murdasa, operated a nonprofit with a St. Paul address called Youth Investors Lab. That group applied to run a meal site under the sponsorship of Feeding Our Future, allegedly submitted meal sheets that claim to have served thousands of hot meals every week, a total of one and a half million meals. Really? That's That's a lot of meals. A lot of meals. Any address, John? Specific address? Uh, No. Okay. (laughs) Okay. They were uh, provided One, two, by three s- main streets. Yeah. <laughs> <They were laughs> provided allegedly main. by s and s catering. However, federal prosecutors said a very tiny fraction of meals were ever served. In a plea hearing this month, Murdas admitted s and s catering never provided any meals. In all, Youth Investors Lab received more than three million dollars in federal child nutrition program <laughs> funds, underfeeding our future sponsorship of that money. Two point six million transferred to SNS Catering, which in turn transferred two point two million to Franklin Transportation, a shell company used to launder money that prosecutors mm-hmm. say was incorporated by what they called an un- in, uh, unindicted co-conspirator. The
0: question of the day is:
3: Will the, will the voter?
0: Awaken to the BS that's been happening here in the last four years. We're running out
2: of real estate here.
0: From top to bottom, will the voter awaken to the BS that we've had to suffer?
3: The St. Croix County Medical Medical Examiner's Office is speeding up autopsies with the help of technology redesigned for the dead. Instead of a scalpel, a CT scan now will take digital images to determine the cause of people's deaths. It's a decision chief medical examiner, Patty Shackner said she made to get ahead of a concerning trend affecting death investigators across the country. According to a National Institute of Justice report, the forensics industry is facing a critical shortage of board-certified forensic pathologists, which are legally necessary to examine a body after a suspicious or unattended death. <laughs> the study says... I, I got an email that's pretty funny.
1: Oh, I see. Know? I thought you we were You're no. laughing at forensic Yeah, Chris, autopsies so aren't that funny.
3: They're not. They're not.
2: You, know, you really didn't see a lot on Quincy. Remember the show Quincy?
3: Oh, sure. Jack Klugman?
2: Yes. Yeah. Now we do have, a lot of jokes.
4: I have something about this, though, John. Wouldn't it be great yeah. if we could do this to JFK's brain? Unfortunately, oh, the CIA stole it. Oh. <laughs> Bite. Go this ahead. Bite. That, Bite, John. Bite. No, I refuse. The study
3: says there are <laughs> only about about half of what's needed right now for forensic pathologists they need about 1200 right now there's only 400 to 500 doctors who uh, practice forensic pathology what's the biggest
0: cliche in movies if there's a scene in a morgue what's the biggest cliche
3: the drawer opening freezer yeah the
0: The guy eating a sandwich
2: oh Oh, wow you're right you're right Yeah. yeah why Very is much that? Though.
0: It's just BS. It's just Wasn't, what was the name of that great morgue
4: movie starring the Fonz and uh, the Beetlejuice guy?
3: Oh, Michael Keaton. Uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Winkler. Uh, after Night, Hours. Night
4: Shift. great movie. movie. Yeah. Fonzie yeah. was so good in that. Fonzie.
3: Hey, <laughs> Tuesday, October 25th. You know, he would hit this,
2: pound his fist on the, the counter, and then the, the drawer, freezer drawer, would slide open. Mm-hmm. And you'd have the uh, guy with the tag on his toe. Mm-hmm. And Beetlejuices. I'm an ideas man. I, I have ideas. The email
0: uh,
4: that made me go. John. Tuna fish John.
0: salad in a can. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of his
4: ideas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't believe you're quoting a dumb love movie. It. I love that, it. Yeah, that That's is awesome, amazing. Joe. John, uh,
3: Winkler's uh, really good. Uh, he's a very uh, good actor. You, have you guys watched Barry? On, oh, for God's sakes, do the news. Barry is really good. Don't be ripping it's the excellent. Funds. Yeah, and Winkler's great in that. Oh, anyway. He's amazing. Back Barry. As Joe says, back to the news. Yep. Tuesday, October 25th marks two weeks from election day. So we're two weeks away. Thank God. Out of more than 467,000 Minnesota voters who have requested mail-in ballots, more than 172,000 have already cast their ballots by mail, according to the Secretary of State's office. If you have yours at home, you're going to want to get it in the mail sooner than later, they said. Election officials recommend sending ballots out by today to make sure they get mailed back in time for Election Day. As of now, they've seen 13,000 ballots come in, which is on trend to be ahead of the 2018 election, which was the last governor's race. Also, the city of Minneapolis is extending its hours at its early voting centers. Now, until the day before the election, centers will be open seven a.m. to six p.m. weekdays, nine a.m. to four p.m. Saturdays, and noon to five on Sundays. City so officials say they're doing that to make sure everyone who wants to gets the opportunity to vote.
1: John, the email I was uh, that made me snicker was Dominic, <laughs> yes, who is a member of the Garage Logic Town Council. Uh, yes, sir. As we've mentioned, for just ten bucks a month, hundred bucks a year, you're going to get access. Instant access to this show. Word. His subject line is Rivertown Medical Center. Yeah, Rivertown Medical Center had to choose Johnny to advertise for them because he's the only dummy that could pronounce all of those ailments correctly. I was, wow. That's exactly I was thinking this is perfect that's good. for John because I could never do those words ever.
0: John in Arizona writes, I already work at the GL Boatworks. I hang out at the NAC Hardware and Lounge and I am a Deputy Commissioner of Fireworks. Why should I join the Town Council? Are you going to hold special events outside of Minnesota for Town Council members? Are no. you going to pay for my airfare so I can go for a walk with the mayor, or shoot gun at Kenny's place? Hell no! Uh, shoot the gun. Uh, bring back the FWGL t-shirt. What? FWGL. fireworks? G-L. Fireworks GL? Maybe. Can apricot? Mine is getting G-L. a little worn. Yeah. Now I ain't paying your airfare. How about mine? Yours? No. Okay. No.
3: Speaking of voting, Attorney General Merrick Garland vowing the U.S. Justice Department won't permit voters to be intimidated during the midterm elections. Those thoughts echoed yesterday by law enforcement officials in Arizona. In Arizona, the Secretary of State's office has already referred six reports of potential voter intimidation near ballot drop boxes to law enforcement, along with the report of election worker harassment. In one instance, which has been referred to the Department of Justice and Arizona's attorney general an unidentified voter reported that they were approached and followed by a group of individuals when they tried to drop off their ballot at an early voting drop box. The group made accusations against the voter and their their wife, as well as taking photographs of them and their license plate, followed them out of the parking lot. In another instance, two armed individuals dressed in tactical gear spotted at a ballot drop box in Mesa, Arizona last Friday. Maricopa County Sheriff Paul Pinzone yesterday said the two armed individuals were not breaking the law, but he condemned people trying to what he said was passively intimidate others trying to cast a vote. Fueled by former President Trump's false claims of fraud in 2020 in the debunked film 2,000 Mules, Drop boxes have become a hotbed for conspiracy theories alleging, without evidence, that people illegally collected and deposited ballots in them.
0: What disease do you have if your fingernails aren't perfectly smooth?
3: Mm, you've got the clap.
0: Oh,
3: <laughs> oh my God. wow! That's uh,
0: uh, you uh, mean bumpy, Joe? They're no, bumpy? they just
3: have lines in them. Mm. Yeah, mine are like that,
0: too.
1: Maybe you have a lack of calcium, in all seriousness. Eat some bananas. That's what you need. I eat
0: more calcium than everybody. Have some
1: bananas.
2: I eat calcium every day. (laughs) Every day. You need potassium everybody. What causes onycomycosis? It's a medical term for nail fungus. I don't have nail fungus.
0: You know what you need?
3: What do you have?
4: Gravy. They got
3: lines in there. Butter Butter and
2: gravy. Yeah, I see. Yeah, What is that? Let me see yours. Mine are just regular.
3: Anyway, wow! I don't have wow! A John, we boy, do have a bit boy, of breaking he news. At, he yells at you, Chris. about stopping the I'm sorry.
1: Calling. Go ahead, John. This I'm sorry. courtesy of the Star Tribune. What do you got, Chris? Steve Swigum has stepped down as vice chairman of the University of Minnesota
3: Regents. Huh. he was a good regent. It, uh, I should point out, and I wanted to do this last week, but I didn't want to be, you know, Mr. FY. He pronounces it Swigum. Oh, the it is, is Swigum. It's pronounced as a W. Like yeah. chief Swigum. I don't know why. Swigum like Ralph Chiefs, yeah, yeah like Ralph Ralphie and
1: Chief Swigum yep. Who's no. Chief Swigum? So we're Simpson's <laughs> the Simpson's
3: uh, Oh, it's oh, a great show. Wait, Joe, Such a well-written show. For <laughs> Joel. Star Tribune reporting uh, uh, it's kind of a bad deal. A Circle Pines man accidentally shot himself in the leg while carrying a gun on his hip at a seasonal family attraction in Brooklyn Park. 38-year-old Jerome Keenan called 911 to report what happened before he was taken to a hospital. The incident occurred about 1140 in the morning Saturday at the Twin Cities Maze. I saw right on the highway, the 109th Avenue and Highway 169. Apparently, the gun was on Keenan's hip when it went off while he was at a corn pit where people play. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Brooklyn Park Police Inspector Elliot Faust said the victim was bending over at the waist who was removing corn from his boot. When the firearm he was carrying discharged into his upper leg.
2: What the hell was that? He
3: was removing corn from his boot. From his boot, yeah. Uh-huh. Apparently, he got some corn stuck in there. You know that happens, Joe. You, you know, corn, corn in the in boot, boot, turnips in the pocket. Yeah, right. it's gonna happen. In an interview Monday with the Star Tribune, Keenan said he was just outside the pit when his gun went off. He said the safety of the weapon was engaged, but he didn't explain how the gun discharged. Faust said Keenan does have a government-issued permit to carry a firearm in public, and the firing of his handgun does not affect his permit to carry. At first, police said they were not weighing charges against Keenan and considered the whole thing an accident. But now the inspector says his department has decided to send the case to the Hennepin County Attorney's Office for review of a possible charge that include reckless discharge of a Mm, firearm.
4: Public pressure there. Of course, the story does not tell us what kind of firearm does it. No, it does no, not. Oh, no! The most important thing out of the whole story, and we
3: don't know what kind of firearm.
0: Did the guy die? No, no. He in fact,
3: went he to talked the talk to the Star Tribune yesterday. There, oh, in the last oh, paragraph. oh, oh! Yeah, oh. he's he's fine. It's a flesh wound, Joe. Yeah,
4: yeah. you can keep wound. riding your horse with a flesh wound. Yeah, you can get there.
3: <laughs> Maplewood City Council last night withdrew its support of the proposed Purple Line Bus Good. Rapid Transit project until more study is done to figure out if the city's. It is the city's best public transit option. No, it's not. The vote, which was unanimous, came after council members raised questions in the past month about the route of the Purple Line through the city and whether the COVID nineteen pandemic has significantly changed ridership patterns on public transportation. Mayor Marilee Abrams said that while she supports public transit, quote, the question is, what transit do we need? We need to figure that out. We need data, and I haven't seen any data at all. A yeah. A resolution adopted by the City Council calls for the timeline of the Purple Line's modification study to be extended to allow further community engagement in evaluating what they called future transit options and routes that work effectively for all. It's unclear how the Maplewood vote will affect the future of the Purple Line. Consent among cities served by the line is not needed to build such a project. Awful story from Wisconsin. Uh, you probably heard about that fire where they found the six bodies last Friday. Yes. Uh, all, all six of them had been shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently it's a case of murder-suicide, according to authorities. Bodies of a couple and their four children found after firefighters were called. Heartland Police Chief, that's Heartland, Wisconsin, Torin Misco said last night that all victims had one gunshot wound. The father and stepfather to the four kids had a self-inflicted gunshot Jeez. Americans have as little optimism as they've had at any time in nearly three decades about young people's chances of having greater material success in life than their parents. In all, 42% of U.S. adults think it's very or somewhat likely that today's youths will have a better living standard. That marks an 18-percentage point drop since June 2019 and is statistically tied with the previous low, which was back in 2019. They're not going to have a successful future
0: because they're captured by the failed academy and all they worry about is the climate.
3: Gallup's been doing this since 2008, making these assessments. The highest percentage of U.S. adults expecting better lives for the next generation was 71% back in 1999 and 2001. Uh, One reason perhaps there's no optimism, as of September, 63% of Americans say they're living paycheck to paycheck. Hi, I'm Kenny. (laughs) According to a recent Lending Club report, that's near the 64% historic high hit in March. A year ago, the number of adults who felt strained was closer to 57%. The Consumer Price Index, which measures the average change in prices for consumer goods and services up 8.2% year-over-year in the latest reading. Real average hourly earnings fell 0.1% for the month, or down 3% from a year ago, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Do
2: they keep a statistic on people that are living two paychecks ahead from the (laughs) present? Don't cash that (laughs) till next (laughs) week. (laughs) There's no statistics on that, is there?
3: An Iranian man nicknamed the dirtiest man in the world for not taking a shower for decades— Has died at the age of ninety-four. Hi, I'm Kenny.
2: Didn't we talk? We should replay the interview with him that we did years ago. Call him. Yes, years ago. Really?
0: Yes, Kenny, the dirtiest guy in the world died. I guess that means you're next.
2: Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Next on the list, always the most worried.
0: (laughs) Let's. Um, uh, Yeah, we'll we'll do that. That was so tomorrow.
2: I got to find the interview.
0: Yeah, find that. The guy's name is. a He is did really? not wash for more than half a century, and not surprisingly, was single. He uh, yeah, really. The
3: best line of the story right there.
0: Yeah, he died Sunday in the village of Dejga in the southern province of Fars. Uh,
1: what did he die he of? He
0: avoided showering over fears of getting sick. We had an interview with him huh.
3: that you'll hear tomorrow. We
0: called him weird guy. Very dirty guy.
3: He. Uh, <laughs> oh. what, what did he die of? Dirt. Well, he was 94, uh, Chris. Right. Yeah, well, he well, took uh, a and shower Buck, and it he, killed him. Well, well it, actually, Kenny, uh, for the first time a few months ago, villagers had taken him to a bathroom to yep. wash. So yep. hopefully that didn't have anything to do with him. They made a documentary about him. Maybe this is when you talked to him. Yep. Back in Duk- 2013. 20, is that when?
0: Yeah, The Strange Life of Amu Haji. Yep.
3: 2013. Yeah.
0: Next Find year, that, Rook. I will. I
3: will. You, you got him via cell phone or.
0: You we had him on the phone. Yeah. You
4: should smell the manure up here right now. It permeates every single crack and space of your house, your car, your wow. shop. Everywhere you go, no matter which way the wind blows, you're just getting blasted right in the face with manure.
0: Who's the who's Thank the God. most nervous? Hey, y'all? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's yes, the most Kenny. nervous man in the world when the world's dirtiest man dies, Kenny, the second dirtiest second man. Dirtiest yeah.
3: man, yeah. yeah. Rook, uh, with Kenny's statement there, your next ad can start with, "Hey, it's manure season." It's
2: manure season, Come <laughs> and it doesn't—it <laughs> doesn't
3: bother me because it keeps you people away.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's people. A, you know, it's, people, you people. It's a yeah, great. Nice. Yeah. I happen
0: to like the smell of manure, manure. not manure. Not manure, you. Rube Rube <laughs> Ronnie
4: Hey do you need a turnip? I got one right here in my pocket
3: yeah. Is there some manure by the creek, Kenny?
0: John, thank you <laughs> yeah. It's dribbling
4: For
3: in For
1: alerting us to the our interview <laughs> with the world's dirtiest man We'll Help. have to try to find that Hello friends, if you've got manure in your fingernails Might I suggest my friends at Hofferman Water To wash that stuff right out of your skin wow. Are you doing an ad? I am doing an ad Wash that manure right <laughs> out of your skin mm-hmm. <laughs> They are the independent water treatment dealer That services Connecticut Water treatment systems, including water softeners, iron rust, and odor filtration systems, and of course, drinking water systems. Look at right here. Ruck. Ruck. See this right here? Copy. Guess how much money I'm saving now on bottled water. Because of, fifty a day. Well, and think about that. Over the course of time, <laughs> I'm not polluting Mother Earth with all How that. How much is e- water
0: cost out here at the vending machine?
1: Yeah, but I'm not drinking that. swell. I'm drinking. No, no, the wait, best. I just There's a bought a vending machine with water. Uh, in two it. bucks. It it cost I bought anything. a
4: case of water yesterday. I think I paid a two sixty nine. Okay, for a whole bunch of these sizes. What do you a
0: prepper? Uh,
4: no. no, I just I have manure in my well. So, you know, <laughs> then you
1: got to get <laughs> fresh water oh, God, from Hofferman and Connecticut. <laughs> a new system from Connecticut could do so many things that other water softeners simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage. It's going to protect your appliances and it's going to make your showers better, your laundry better. And of course, your drinking water. So please do me a favor, get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I have been a proud customer of Hofferman and Connecticut for years, and I know that you will be too. 952-894-4040 or visit their website at hoffermanwater.com. That's 952-894-4040 or hoffermanwater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard about them right here on the Garage Logic podcast.
2: It's the end of the world as we know it, and he Might feels as well fun. jump! Joe Suchere.
5: Super tramp?
0: Genesis! <laughs> I
3: don't know what to, it is,
0: but I like it.
3: He likes to listen to make fun of you guys, comparing his music to other bands. <laughs> he has every right to, <laughs> believe me. <laughs> yeah. The well, whole
4: gotta, general... He does
0: have a tragically hip hit <laughs> on no. his hands. No, not
4: with this one though.
0: Let's go here. <laughs>
4: uh, okay, uh, right. DK Mags is hiring. I want. I want to you know, keep that in mind. Um, but more important news: the divers are moving through Minnesota right now. Duck season finally getting interesting. It's about time. Uh, That means if you need ammo or even a new scattergun because you dropped it in Lake Christina last weekend, get yourself to DK Mags on Old 8 and New Brighton. DK Mags, they have shotguns for all uh, all occasions. They can even get you outfitted to head out in the woods with small caliber, long rifles, if that's your thrill. Uh, They've also got us covered with big game. And... DK Mags and Monticello Pond and Gun, both of them have gunsmithing services so your firearms can stay in perfect working order. And here's where, yeah, the hiring part. If you consider yourself a firearms and accessories aficionado and you need a gig get a hold of them. They're hiring good people. The good people part, that comes from me. That's an editorial. As you guys know, the reason I go to DK Mags is because of the good people. So if you're a good person and you like firearms, accessories, you know uh, all about them, get a hold of DK Mags. Great selection, fair prices, the most wonderful staff you'll ever meet at both locations, Monticello, Pond and Gun, and DK Mags in New Brighton. Uh, Check out the website, DKMags.com.
2: Here's today.
0: Joey, I want to introduce my daughter, Rachel, as a ray of hope. Rachel, we call her Ray, turned 17 on October 1 and passed her private pilot exam the first eligible day for her to do so. Wow. Equivalent to a driver's license on your 16th birthday, birthday, which she also did. Ray loves cars and learned to drive a manual transmission in a 1947 Willys Jeep. What? Enclosed as a picture for your viewing pleasure. Yes, the 1941 Boeing Stearman in the background, she also gets to fly with me. She currently has a CI of 8, although not quite her age, but pretty good for a 17-year-old girl in outstate Minnesota. Keep up the good work, Paul, in North Mankato. P.S. Reaver sent down an autographed shirt for my neighbor, who retired from the National Guard and is a huge GL fan. I offered him, meaning Reavers, a ride in the plane as a token of appreciation. Nope, I nope. think he chickened out. Yep. The office offer still stands open <laughs> to you all. Nope.
4: Thank you, but no. There's a I, picture I, of the plane. I it would be a it.
0: real thrill to go up in that plane. It would be a real thrill. Hold that up
4: to the camera, if you would,
0: please. Uh, where's the camera? Oh, boy. And yeah, you
4: mind. Let me, let me, let me, let me.
1: Let me.
0: It's a nice plane, man. And uh, she Rachel right is uh, cuter than a bug's ear, and she's got. She, you know what she is? A CI girl. She's a CI girl. There's, there's the. There. G- I, there's look, the, at the look at the plane. Look at the plane. Oh, cool. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, not getting in it, but that's a cool one. Yeah,
1: yeah. What time you want to go, Joe?
0: Scott Mature out in Montana writes, GLRs are all too familiar with the three prices you pay." There's the price you paid, the price you told her you paid, and the price you pay when she finds out the price you paid. Right. Those are the three prices we pay. But listening to yesterday's podcast and the college professor who was educated on the true cost of his electric car and his solar panels, here is what the professor paid for his electric car and solar panel. The price he paid for the car, the price he paid for the solar panels, the price he paid for the solar panel installation. The price a child paid for harvesting the battery material minerals The price he will pay for his solar setup on his roof unless he paid the 55K up front. The price he will pay for a new EV battery. The price he will pay for proper disposal of the car battery. The price he will pay for proper disposal of the old solar panels. The price he will pay for his new EV battery. The price he will pay for his his new solar panels unless he finally learns his lesson. Pushing back in my fossil fuel vehicle, Scott, out in Montana. Well, he's... Correct.
1: When you're right, you're right, huh? Huh? And you? You? You're always you're right. right. I'm reading a tweet from your mayor, Melvin Carter, about um, God. talking about th- the socialism one. Well, uh, I don't no, know which no. one this is. Oh, it he's was the a, one
4: celebrating yesterday's holiday. Yeah. What a, was yesterday? Um,
1: Mayday? I, or? I can't do it justice, so I'm not going to try. I not
0: what are you doing, Reavers? Because clearly you're not paying attention to the show.
1: It <laughs> just <laughs> updated. That's why I'm trying to pull it up. Okay. Uh, a gr- he, he tweeted out 17 hours ago. A growing body of research shows that guaranteed income works, pulls people out of poverty, improves health outcomes, and makes it easier for people to find jobs and take care of their children. And then that responded with socialism. They shout when we feed children. Call Me All Your Names, in which people were citing all the news stories from Feeding Our Future about feeding kids. There's a lot of kids that are hungry in St. Paul, Joe.
0: Only because they come to us all the way.
4: You don't have anything to say about guaranteed income and what a farce that is and how it makes virtually
0: everybody poor? I'm opposed to it. Okay. okay. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's all I needed. (laughs) Noted, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm irrefutably opposed. <laughs> Good. Okay. <laughs> Moving right along. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park and um, um, along to South Africa. From the traveling limons <laughs> at WorldwideWalktage.com, it was on this day in 1892.
1: Joe, today is October 25th.
0: <laughs> James H. Burrell becomes the first African-American member of the St. Paul Police Force and the first documented African-American police officer in Minnesota. Okay, so we had a black cop in 1892. Why are things so bad now? I don't know. Rhetorical question. Um, I'm opposed. And on this day in 1924, Charles Evans Hughes, Secretary of State and future Supreme Court Justice, gave a speech in which he praised President Calvin Coolidge, blasts third-party politics, and condemns... Corrupt politicians in front of a crowd of 10,000 in St. Paul. On this day in 1941. October 25th. A a novelist I've always loved, Ann Tyler, was born in Minneapolis. If you guys haven't read Ann Tyler, I can't recommend it highly enough. I don't think I have. Dinner at the homesick restaurant, Celestial Navigation, Oh, she's huh. just wonderful. Hmm. She would publish many popular books, including *The Accidental Tourist* and *Breathing oh. Lessons*. Oh, for which she would be awarded the Pulitzer in 1989. So she's born in 41. How old is Anne?
3: She is 70, 79. 80, 81. Oh, 81. 82, 81. Yeah, 81. 81. 84.
0: And she was born. <laughs> Anne was born on the anniversary of my hole in one, October That's 25th. Right. Yeah.
4: yeah. Isn't there big twins news on this date? Yeah. In
0: nineteen eighty seven. Thank God. On this day,
1: October twenty fifth.
0: In the seventh game of the World Series, the Twins beat the Cards with a
1: score of four to two, winning the series four games to three. The final out was Gaetti to Herbeck. Yeah. One hopper from Willie McGee.
0: That's right. And it looked like Gaetti couldn't get the ball out of his glove. I think he he kept... was too jacked. He yeah. knew it was the last Chris, out.
1: Chris, how old were you? I was nine. Well, I wow. bet that was fun it for was you. It was the team that made me fall in love with baseball. I had to work. The
4: I was uh, working up in Maplewood at AM 1500 and finished my shift and went down and partied I was sunrise. in the ballpark That's, writing about it. That was fun. That huh. and uh, the next World On Series. On this day in
1: 1991.
0: 91. 93? October 25th. Meng Thanks, John. Kruung, no. <laughs> founder of the Cambodia Refuge- Refugee Center in Minnesota, died. Born in... Vang Cambodia, Ung, immigrated to the U.S. in 1984 and later established the Refugee and Immigrant Resource Center in Farmington. In 1993, the center merged with the Khmer Association of Minnesota to form the United Cambodian Association of Minnesota, offering cultural, legal, and employment services to refugees and immigrants. And on this day, In 2022, we lost Paul Wellstone with his wife. What year? 2002. 2002. We lost Paul Wellstone, his wife, daughter, and staffers uh, in a plane crash up in Hibbing. I can't believe that was
1: 20 years ago already. Mm -hmm. Did you guys see Hauser's piece on this? It was he. It was really well done. Mm -hmm. Tom did a really nice job. Apparently, there's a memorial in the woods up there. Oh, I did. There's a guy, a, a Polaris
4: vintage Polaris aficionado. Who lives up there that plane went right over his property struggling to stay afloat Ooh, really and uh, crashed shortly thereafter
1: yeah was the
0: weather bad i can't remember was the was it a no weather the, it, related?
1: Was a, it was a pile of crap plane okay it was a junker where were they flying to and from hibbing but they were coming back to the twin cities i think they were flying from here to hibbing oh okay i think i don't know you could have to have john heights
0: on the case right now okay. i am yeah I broke the news to the Channel 5 newsroom. You did? Well, I, for some reason, was made privy to it and went in there and told them, and they didn't know yet. What time of the day did it occur? <laughs> Two-ish, it was late three-ish th- in the <clears throat> afternoon. Yeah. Hmm. And then Rook and I and, uh, and uh, Kellyanne, I uh, think that day we left for Washington, D.C. Wow. Or the day next day for the uh, White House... Uh, they invited all the talk radio people in the country.
1: And Rook made extensive
0: notes. And that's where uh, Hannity must have walked through the room 15 times to make sure everybody knew he was there. Ah, uh, God. Right. It was going from St. Paul to
3: Eveleth. Eveleth, I'm sorry. It,
0: it crashed was about
3: seven miles east of the Eveleth Airport. Oh. Uh, earlier in the day, they had been told they would have, quote, adverse icing conditions I told you, I flight. think weather was a problem that day.
0: I don't necessarily mm. think it was a crap plane.
3: Mm, I stand by my first was, earlier it statement. It was a turboprop uh, Beach King Air A100. Mm-hmm.
4: His name was Doc Jim. He was a dentist up there, Polaris guy.
0: Oh, the
3: snowmobile guy?
4: Yeah. Yep.
0: Oh. That's a shame. Yep. Uh, thank you,
1: GLers. Glers, as we have mentioned, please do us a favor and subscribe to the Garage Logic YouTube channel because there you will be entertained with daily content. You can follow us along on all of our social media channels: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The Garage Logic Town Council is growing by the minute. For just ten dollars a month and one hundred dollars a year, you get behind-the-scenes footage. 24 seven, all access to all sorts of old archives and segments, it's fantastic. And if you'd like to advertise on the podcast, have us talk about your business and drive your loyal audience to your business or service. Just visit garagelogic.com and enter the keyword "partner," and we will have someone reach out to you and get the same great results that our current advertisers are achieving. Garagelogic.com. It's not warming up, it's 42 degrees. It's so cold. How cold is it? Uh, It's 42 degrees. It is time once again to check in with the man, the legend, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us on the line once again here in Garage Logic, And boy, now's the time for you to do the same, GLers, and check in for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number and you get Josh. And you're always going to get straight talk. You are never going to get sugar-coated advice. And Josh is with us once again here in Garage Logic, and boy, Josh, all of the things going on right now, earnings reporting, and you are very positive today, aren't you?
5: Of course I am positive today, Chris. I've had some wonderful things happen. This past weekend, I was in Lancaster, Pennsylvania for my 50th college reunion. What an upper that I had, connecting with many classmates, roommates, and guys I used to uh, run with on track and cross-country. It was very Interesting to see many of these people do not look uh, Medicare age. It was also very interesting that somebody had gotten sick, had a heart attack, needed a lung transplant. We had retired doctors and surgeons on hand from my class. Also had a really good speech at the reunion dinner by one of our classmates who recently retired as Lieutenant General in the United States Marine Corps. That was very fascinating, what he learned at Franklin and Marshall College and how it applied to his career very interesting another happy event would have been a happy event had my wife still been alive today would have been our 47th anniversary more positive news well that's coming from the earnings front as companies are reporting better than expected earnings though many are missing on revenues and these companies which under other circumstances would see their stocks dropping instead are seeing their stocks staying flat or even rising a little bit. So that is a positive overall, we'll say, for the market in that a lot of bad news is already priced in. Indeed, when the five large companies, tech-related companies, report starting tonight, Google, Microsoft, Facebook, or Meta tomorrow, Apple and Amazon on Thursday, analysts, estimates for sales and revenue have already been taken down significantly over the last several months. So that could be a positive. I always warn, however, that even in light of positive news, guidance from these companies is still going to be conservative, given the Fed's interest rates policy that is slowing overall the economy. Positive reports today came from UPS, which beat on higher margins. They also initiated another stock buyback. Stock buybacks, by the way, are going to be increasing before the end of the year. That should lend some support overall to the stock market. UPS did well, much better than FedEx. That's a positive, semi-positive, at least for Amazon. Coca-Cola, Beats, and Rate. Very interesting there. Demand for their product is strong on a worldwide basis. Stock was up a little bit, but it's still below its recent high, mostly, I believe, due to foreign currency, as Coke generates 80% of their revenue from outside the United States. General Electric, not a stock that I'm in, but my mother still receives a pension from GE from when my dad worked there. Their revenue was better. Free cash flow was up. Two of their three divisions are accelerating. There is a positive SAP beat as the cloud company confirmed its growth. Stock took a nice, nice run up. We've got Google, Visa, and Microsoft reporting later today. We'll talk about them and more on Thursday. But that said, two strategists also said the Fed will at some point blink or reverse course. And that is starting to be reflective in more positive stock results. Bonds, on the other hand, that's one that I would stay far away from right now.
1: Once again, excellent advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, others. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make that call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by doing just what I did. Pick up that phone and dial 952-925-5608 where you're always going to get straight talk and you're never going to get sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day. Happy anniversary to you and we'll talk to you again on Thursday.
5: Thank you very much.
1: Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment.
0: Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.